Hello. Hello and welcome to the Alternative Twats podcast. So called because we're alternative uh, and uh, <laughs> it, it has been a long time. It's been a very long time. And that joke still ages like a fine wine. It's been over three months. It has. So that whole thing about, oh yeah, we're definitely going to keep doing the podcast <laughs> when you move to uni. Yeah, I think we covered that on the Christmas one. We did. Right, did we do it Christmas Eve? I think we did, yeah. Because that was... I was feeling well, very I was festive. To, I couldn't remember if it was Christmas Eve or if it was after Christmas or... Uh, yeah, so that's fine. How have you been? Alright, just getting on, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of the things that I think we need to address very early in this podcast is like we should not be held responsible for anything we do or say. No. <laughs> we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven beers... To get through. To get through. And they're all very strong. And the lowest of them is 5%. <laughs> the highest two are 10.5% alcohol content. Yeah, so if you cast your minds back, uh, there's I bought a bunch back from France or Belgium. No, France, and they were Belgian beers or whatever. And we're getting through the last of those. And the last of Ben's Fierce Beers. Yep, the very, very last one. Um, Shout which... out to you, Fierce Beers. We don't we don't do that enough. It was good. No, it was they they have good beers. They do have Very good, good beers. beers. What is this one? What's this one? This one is is I think it's one of the chili ones. Uh, yeah, Fuego Freros okay. Chili Pale Ale. Well, we did just eat a spicy curry, so maybe we should just start, start with that. Maybe. But also, so we're gonna have to double drink. Mm. Yeah. So we don't have any cups this time. So mm. we're gonna have to sort of go in parallel. So, Which also I think is probably a good idea because we've got seven to get through as opposed to the usual four. Yes. So, um, so what's the second weakest one? So the second weakest one is the 4.7%. Do you want to... So got... this is the weakest one. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> um, I'm discalculating. There's no story. It is... What's it called? Al... Ooh. Is it German? It's German, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think Bubel Hell. Booble hell. Booble hell. <laughs> oh, so I've just been informed for anyone that's interested. Uh, Watford are currently winning in the uh, in extra time of the FA Cup semi final. Well done, Watford. So big up, Watford. Go on. That's where I went to school. Um, yes, this is. Uh, uh, Booble beer. So I imagine it might be quite fizzy. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That's all right. Right. And so uh, we'll just recap on the fierce beer. Um, do you want to read the story? Fuego Ferros is to be consumed with caution. This pale ale is packed full of habaneros, so it is hot, fiercely hot. It will smack you around the chops like a wild nino going full pelt at a piñata. You have been warned. So Nino means boy. All right. Well, enjoy so that. A little, little wild boy. Because that curry, we, so we just had a spicy curry. It wasn't that spicy, but no. it was like the right level for me. But any spicier, it might have been too much for me. I think. But you like spice more than I do. I think. Yeah, so. I think it could have been spicier, but it was it was a relaxed kind of spice. Yeah. Right. So. So are we gonna pray silence for the crack? You don't really have a crack, but no, I no, I've got a pop. So we'll do the crack. First. So pray silence for the crack. Beautiful. And, and you know, I'm not even I'm not going to taint it by saying pray silence for the pop. But listen to this bad boy. Oh! I was ready to catch it with my. I, I was worried. <laughs> he that, dived on it like yeah. he was giving it CPR. <laughs> CPR. That is exactly what I was thinking. 
<laughs> as I put my lips around the head of this bottle. I'll be honest, we've, um, so the best before date on this beer is 18, 18, 19? What? What? No, what? The, the, the first of the fifth 18, I think. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, this went out of date, like, almost six months ago. Alcohol uh, doesn't almost, go out of date. Actually, almost a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> So oh. I'll be honest, the, it, it has it has a quality to it that I don't normally get with fizz beers, and that it's quite sour. Mm, I might pass on that one. I might just let you enjoy that. Well, I'll carry on with it. Like, mm. Yeah. Mm. it just tastes more like a wheat beer than it should. Okay, well maybe that's all right. I mean, if I die tomorrow, this is going to be a very dark podcast. <laughs> I'll make sure it gets uploaded before then. Um, so Ben, what have you been up to? I've been up to a lot of things. I've been in a play. I've um I've been working on me brummy accent. Mm, yes. Uh, so, I mean, if anyone wants me to offend them culturally, I can I can do that now. Um, <laughs> it was just brummies. Which yeah, just brummies. But um, send in your requests. Like I'll I'll, I'll offend anyone. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. <laughs> and, and other than that, really, I've just been. Just been working, just been slogging away yep. to old papa capitalism. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> working, working for a dime while my boss gets a dollar. Mm. Not really. No. Just sort of chugging along. Wheelchair accessible homes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd mention it. You just have to get it in every time. Mm-hmm. What about you? How have you been in the past three months? All right. Did you get everything that Santa should have brought you? Uh... Did he give you a smack body? Oh, you're right. You know, I was going <laughs> to make a very weird, inappropriate joke, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to leave it out. Mm. Uh, yeah, Christmas was alright, wasn't it? Um, that was a while ago. It was a very long time ago. Oh uh, yeah. We're not. We're now just on the cusp of spring, and oh, I'm we loving it. Went to Bulgaria in the winter. Oh yeah, skiing, you did. Didn't I? That was good. That got, was very wintry activity. Got the shits really bad while I was there. Well. Oh yeah, I was like, and for like a week when I was back, it was bad. One of the. Uh, so, listeners, <laughs> mm. one of the worst um, moments of my entire life was being at Sofia Airport in Bulgaria at four o'clock in the morning, having to take a very violent uh, <laughs> expulsion from my body. Uh, and it was so cold. The window was open oh, no. in the bathroom. The whole airport smells of cigarettes. Oh. It, it, was, it, it was a low point. <laughs> but I got through it. <laughs> I got through and it. You're stronger for it. I am. I am. Oh. But uh, yeah, that was that was good. But the, I don't think that was anything to do with like anything I ate or anything. There was just a lot of bugs going around. Mm. I think everyone everyone was ill when we were there, basically. So yeah, would you recommend Bulgaria as a destination? Good, especially if you want to go skiing. Mm. Like Bansko is. It was like when I got there. It was exactly like how I imagined, like an '80s ski resort and spa, like party town to be like. <laughs> like it was like something out of an actual fucking movie. It was beautiful. Um, so the, the alcohol was cheap. Mm. Even like the most expensive alcohol was like the pint of like, or like the most expensive place for a beer was like the pint of a normal, the price of a normal pint here. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. Uh, so this is starting to taste a little bit like cigarettes. 
Like, I'm definitely going to pass on it then. Yeah, it's, it's... So, it's got the sort of uncharacteristic, not nice sour taste at the front. And a definite sort of... Not... Maybe cigarettes, but a lot like just burn wood. Oh. Oh. That's, uh... mm. That's this is weird. This is why... You uh, you drink your beer mm. in date, lads. Yeah. Because this is yeah, not feeling right. nice on my tummy. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually put this down yeah. <laughs> and open up a new one. All right. What's the next one? Uh, this is Abbe Dulaine. Oh, that's one of the Belgian ones, I think. Beery Belgi de Abbe. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'd offend you all, you fucks. Um, sorry for the jingle jangle. It's uh, the bottle opener. We don't have our fancy um, Millennium Falcon bottle opener that we're used to. Just get ready. Don't let that spoil my bed, just in case it does. You ready? Right it's um. Get it there, pal. Oh, there there we go. Got it. Is that in date? <laughs> <laughs> Is it in date? We don't, well, because it's Belgian, it doesn't. Oh no, it does. Thirtieth uh, of the fifth, nineteen. It is so in we date. We are lads. good. What about this one? What am I drinking? Oh god, I just had a very charcoaly burp. Okay, so the one I'm drinking is out of date. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't taste bad. It tastes good. So, I'm so mine smells, drinking. and you're not going to believe this, Brian. Mm? Very Belgian. Mm. So we're um. Oh yeah, it's got that nutty, like deep flavour. Mm. We are up in sunny old Lincolnshire right mm. now. Um, ben decided to visit me. But so we're in my bedroom still, but just not back in. Uh, not a, back in a different where we used bedroom, to. but we're st- we're in the same place, but a different bedroom. Which you, I think. You ready for me to blow your mind a little bit? Oh, blow my mind. Wait, close your eyes. Oh, I'm closing. Listeners, close your close your mind. Oh, oh my god! Isn't it brighter? Isn't it like? Isn't it? Doesn't it seem like it's just adding extra daylight? It is adding extra daylight. So I've got some lights in my room. Right, you ready for me to blow your mind even more? Okay, I'm, I'm staring directly into the lights. Is that safe? Oh, they've just gone purple and red and yellow and sort of. I like to think that other like one was orange. Lemony, yellow, but lemony no. yellow, green, blue, and white. light blue, <laughs> baby blue, per, like pinkish. Purple and white. And I can do it to music, so I can actually do it to us talking. But there you go, there's flickering. Oh my god. Yeah, it's cool. That right. is so cool. But I'm going to leave it there because. The listeners can't see what we see. No, so but I a... hope you closed your eyes, listeners. <laughs> and just pictured the, all the colours of the rainbow as Ben <laughs> spoke them out. It's really cool, actually. So what, what what I'm looking at is a strip running from sort of each corner of Brian's room. And it looks like it's got, like, transistors or something. It's like a mother, motherboard running between each little fairy light. He's very bright and probably burning into my retinas, but I'm looking at him anyway. It's just an LED strip. Yeah. Uh, it's an LED strip, lads. And also, I can change the brightness on it as well, which is... Ooh. Yeah, you ready for that? You, ready, you want some dimness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. dim me up. Dim. Yeah. Ooh, if it's more dim. possible, make me more dim. And then 100%. There you go. Oh. But yeah, just the white just makes it seem a bit more like it daylight. It does, yeah. Which is nice. Um, I feel like I'm getting a tan. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been, you know, it's been, it's been a time... It's been a time. It's in the last three months, but uh, here we are. Um, what have, what have you right? Where do we go with this first? What have you been listening to, Ben? So I, I've been listening to a lot of random stuff. 
And I, I, I know that we sort of we praise Spotify, all hail Spotify, uh, for their selection of songs. I've just been listening to a lot of electro swing, which regular listeners will not be surprised about. What I've been listening to is a lot of Pogo. So there's a song by Pogo called Take Those Pills, which I fucking love. It's right. a tune. And then, listening to Take Those Pills on the radio, I've been listening to Caro Caro Benito, which is a half-Japanese, half-English band, uh, fronted by this Japanese lady who's like 17 or something. She sounds ridicul- ridiculously young. Right. Uh, too young to be as talented talented as she is and she just sort of sings about her graduating from high school and stuff it's amazing nice uh, so I've passed my beer over to Ben because mm-hmm. um, we're going to kind of do that can I have your one have you drank any of it yet yeah alright yeah I gave a description oh you did you nutty did. in Belgium yours is um very smooth lagerish yeah like very German lager I suppose it is a German lager. Very um, sort of out of date <laughs> <laughs> It's not too bad. It's not Definitely bad. not charcoal levels of... No. Mm. What? Well, um, I just... This, see, this bottle just smells like you now. <laughs> ben has a very distinctive taste. Not taste. <laughs> <laughs> Smell. <laughs> I was like, I was like, right, make sure you say the right word so you don't sound weird. <laughs> taste oh no okay um it has a very distinctive smell mm, it's um the aftershave that i wear yeah how are penhaligans if you want to know what i smell like listeners that's want a it. quick whiff of me mm. or taste <laughs> <laughs> oh dear i um, i like how because it smells complex like it smells different like you're getting the different notes there's like fruity yeah. notes in there yeah. and then the spice comes through on the end I'm getting it yeah listeners can you smell it <laughs> <laughs> what else have you been listening to it's been three months it has been three months three and a half well three and a bit months it is an absolute travesty of how much I've listened to different shit um <laughs> so I listened to Mark Rebillet Rock. Mark Ribillet. Yeah, yeah, I know. Mark Ribillet. Um, silly Bitch. <laughs> Which is such oh, a fucking funny song. Oh, the one you sent me, yeah. And it's just like, shoes, they're in. Pants, they're out. <laughs> and, then, and then it sort of morphs into someone walking into a shop and Mark Ribillet is there. And he's saying, you want pants with a pleat in them? Yeah, we got those. In 1992. <laughs> Get the fuck out, you silly bitch. <laughs> so, it's not like really a very nice song to listen to, but it's a very funny song to listen to. Oh, the new Sundara Karma uh, album came out. Oh, yeah. That was really good. Symbols of Joy and Eternity. Shout out to Little Smart Houses. Shout, shout out to... Uh, oh, when I was learning my um, uh, Brummie accent, I I was thinking, what sort of music would my character be listening to? Because he was a peasant uh, in around Shakespeare's time. And so I looked up some old Brummie folk songs. So I found John Wilkes, shout out to my friend Eddie, who knows John Wilkes personally. Oh, nice. And he was like, oh yeah, listen to this bloke. So he sings a, a lot of um, Brummy folk songs, like The Brave Dudley Boys, about when the Dudley Boys 
came and fought the uh, the king's men. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bandy legged Let and John Hobbs. So these two songs, they're very old songs. John Hobbs is about a, a man who marries this woman, and he really hates this marriage, and he's like very depressed about his marriage. So he goes to the market and tries to sell his wife, <laughs> and no one will buy his wife. So he hangs himself. And that's a very, <laughs> that's a very dark view on selling wives. And then Bandy Legged Let is a very funny song about this man who marries Let, and she's she's amazing in bed. She brews like all this beer and then drinks it herself. But she he just like can't keep up with her. <laughs> so he goes down to the market, sells her off to essentially her lover that she's already been sleeping with and that everyone goes home happy, which is very nice. So So apparently that wasn't a very uncommon thing. The selling wives was quite, yeah. Yeah, it was just like a way to get a divorce that the church would sanction and then they cracked down on it after a bit. But uh, Bandy Legged Let is is very funny. The the Silly Bitch song made me think of a a song that I was introduced to uh, since coming back to uni by my housemate Tom. Uh, called the Wrong Ian Watkins, um, which so uh, we all know Ian Watkins, uh, convicted paedophile, mm-hmm. you know, ex singer of lead, uh, ex lead singer of Lost Prophets, terrible, but, terrible, terrible human being, the worst of the worst, yeah, pretty much, and uh, he, he, but also H from Steps, his name is also Ian Watkins, <laughs> and this song is about uh, what's the chorus. You've got the wrong Ian Watkins, mate. Is that what made me smile? You've just called the bloke from Steps a twisted paedophile. That's <laughs> it. So it's, yeah, the the wrong Ian Watkins by Cunt and the Gang, but that's with a K. So, so you're allowed to say so it. So I can get away with it. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you got anything else? Yeah, the, the Fiddler EP came out, didn't it? And that was really good. EP. I thought it was an EP. Or was it was it an album. That was an album. Oh, I just I only album. I only downloaded a few of the songs. Oh. That's why I thought it was an EP. <laughs> you silly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was released in 1992. <laughs> um, so also, it sounded like you said fiddler, like fid, like fiddler, like diddler, but just fid, fid, fiddler, fiddler, like F I D L A R. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. Life's a risk. That's it. Fuck it, dog. Life's a risk. Oh, is it dog? D A W G. Dog. See, I learned both. I felt I learned the fiddler fact from you on this podcast. Mm. I learned the dog fact from this from you on this podcast. There you well. go. I'm just a fountain of knowledge, aren't I? You are. We're spraying all over the place. <laughs> Am I? Willy nilly. Oh right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought you meant like just like, out of my mouth. I was like, oh, I thought it was you were going for a say it don't spray it type deal. So um, I mean, like all of the angry songs on uh, the new fiddler almost free album. So get off my rock. By, oh, what a tune. By Myself, which is a very, very jaunty tune about drinking by yourself, very depressed alone, mm-hmm. which I love. Um, alcohol, which I love. That was the first one they put um, they put out from the album, wasn't it? And Too Real. Is this too fucking real? Mm. That is a great album. The whole album's good. Um, yeah. Are you... Sorry, yeah, I'm... Sorry, you keep for, going as for long once, as you want. For once, I've actually got some <laughs> to talk about. So, Kate Nash also released a new album. Mm. Um, and so, highlights from Yesterday Was Forever is Life in Pink, Hate You, 
Drink About You. Oh, Drink About You, I've heard. And I've seen the music video for as well, I think. I haven't seen any of these music videos. Uh, It's good. But yeah, shout out to Georgia for that. Because she put me onto that. But Drink Drink About You is great. Because I I love Kate Nash, but I just don't really listen to her properly. Yeah, me too. I've I've never really got a, like, oh, I want to listen to Kate Nash mood. But whenever I do, I'm like, oh, this is great. Literally, yeah. So, So, yeah. And um, I think that's it. I think that's me out. Mm. Well, you need to catch up. I do. You need to, to finish up. that. I know. And I've, then you I've need been, to finish this. I've been talking. I've been yeah. chatting. All right. Mm. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, what have I been listening to? Pen and paper ready, lads. So, <laughs> uh, I so Pup's new album just came out, um, which is phenomenal. Um, it's called Morbid Stuff. And for fans of James Acaster, the comedian, what? yesterday he tweeted that it's one of the best things that's come out so far this year. Well so, done, James Acaster. There you go. Um, Sidebar, have you seen the James Acaster where he makes pasta? <laughs> the, the oh, guy, yeah, The guy yeah. doing the parody of him. And yeah. he's like, this isn't pasta, this is rice! <laughs> <laughs> Do you see him on Bake Off? James Acaster and Bake Off. I've only seen the meme from Bake Off. He was like, so funny. Well, I tried a thing. Uh, did, had, a, had a breakdown. Had a breakdown. Bon appetit. Bon appetit. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I, oh gosh, so many things, even just in the last week. So, Martha are a band that I started listening to, who are good. Again, big shout out to Georgia for that. Um, and The Cure. Listen to the kill. Roll. Oh. I apologise. That that was not an intentional click. That's alright. That could have been guitar sound from anything. You could have. Definitely not Lemon to a Knife Fight. The Wombats. Definitely not. That's It's such a like basic bitch indie kid song that actually I don't like to admit that I love that song. Actually, I think we might have to pause it there and delete that because what? that could be copyright issues there. Not, that must be fair use. Like... To, like a guitar riff that has d- to be phased. Oh, if that gets all right, fine, struck down, all right, we'll, we'll make sure that we keep the file at least yeah. so that we can re-upload <laughs> when we get copyright stroke. Um, so yeah, the Cure, no, this is the Cure, uh, who have now been announced as a, oh shit, sorry, I just dropped my water bottle. Uh, who have now been announced as a headliner for Glastonbury this year? The whom? The Cure. The whom? <laughs> you said the, the who? No, I didn't. You did. Did I? Yeah. No, like the. The Cure, who have now uh, been... I think, who yeah, now maybe been, that's what you yeah. said. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> um, um, oh, there's a good song. So the King Blues. Whenever I'm getting a bit political, mm. I always end up listening to the King Blues again. And they have a song called Tory is a Four-Letter Word, which is just beautiful. And mm. uh, there's a lot of words that are rhyming and insinuating. Like, there's a line... Uh, aren't you sick of all these Theresa Mays and Jeremy Hunts? Let's kick out those Tory. And then it like goes off and like doesn't quite say it. It's a great song and I would recommend that. That's Tory is a four-letter word by the King Blues. I think they released it for the general election in 2017. Yeah, I remember I listening to that. Um, what else? Frank Hart and the Rattlesnakes. Um, I think they've got a new album coming out soon. They'll be playing Reading Festival this year. Uh, that mm. album, Blossom. Um, so I Hate You by uh, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes is a brilliant song. 
The lyrics are fantastic. Um, what are they? Oh, you are nothing, you are nothing to me. You're a useless fucking cunt. You're... Oh, what is it? But, uh... Hang on, let me get them up. Cause get them up? It is just brilliant. Like, the whole, all the lyrics for the whole song are just brilliant. Um... <laughs> Did uh, did the Blossoms release a new song, or am I just really behind on Blossoms? I mean, what do you define as a new song? Well, this year, I th- it isn't on Spotify, so I think I've just. I mean, they do. They, you've got the Blossoms podcast now, or whatever. Oh, the Blossoms podcast! If you like this podcast, it's much better than ours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ours, but with structure and some some people that can put it together. Okay. It's really funny. Great. Uh, yeah, so you are nothing, you are nothing to me. You're a useless fucking cunt, you are nothing to me. I don't ever want to feel like anything I do ever had a fucking residence or meant a thing to you. I fucking hate you. Yeah, I hate you. And I wish you would die. It makes me violently angry when I see you alive. You're a fucking mistake. You're an embarrassment, mate. You think you're funny and you're clever, but you're just a disgrace. And there's and, and there, it goes on from there, and it's just beautiful. I want to hit you with the force of an astronaut, asteroid from space. Um, I want to fall out of the sky right into your stupid face, etc., etc. So I'm, I'm gonna leave this was the guy that did like the circle pit outside the tent. In yeah, Reddit. yeah. That's... I, I, I love that guy. Didn't necessarily like the music, but he he's, he had stage. Presence. He is one of the best frontmen in music. Mm. He's fucking phenomenal, and he's from Watford. Um, well done, Watford. Yeah, you're doing all sorts of things. All sorts. Cool, blimey. <laughs> um, I've been listening to a lot of uh, country music as well lately. Wow. Brad Paisley. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, you know, I've, see, I've liked country music for quite a long time, but, mm. but I don't know, lately, uh, especially as with the summer coming up. So is it country like American country? Yeah. Or is it, so it's not like folk? No, it's country. It's, it's, uh, there's, there's a song by Brad Paisley called I'm Gonna Miss Her. Mm. And let me, let me get those lyrics up for you because they are phenomenal um yeah um well i love her and i love to fish i spend all day out on this lake and hell is all i catch today she met me at the door said i would have to choose if i hit that fishing hole today that she'd be packing all her things and she'd be gone by noon well, I'm going to miss her <laughs> when I get home. And that's the whole song. He's just like, yeah, I just fucking love fishing. So see you later, love. Um, it's, it's beautiful. Uh, there's that. There's another song called Catch All the Fish. <laughs> he really likes fishing. Um, Whiskey Lullaby, though, is a beautiful song. Sad song um, featuring a female country artist. I can't remember the name of. Um, but yeah, country music. Country music's good. Um, also, you know, Casey Musgraves, um, uh, I'm trying to think of all the, I've got a playlist, every time I hear a country song I like, I like add it to my playlist, but. Can you, uh, do me two things? Yep. One, yeet me the, um, bottle opener. Yep. And the second, listen to my suggestion, which is, I, I would like the listeners to get in touch with their opinions on the new Vampire Weekend album. Oh, Because yes. that's just come out to the point where I've. Only listen to like three or four songs on the album, and it just sounds like it sounds like album two slash three, like in the middle of albums two and three of Vampire Weekend. So I don't really know a lot of Vampire. So I know that what is it? A Punk is that Vampire yep. Weekend? I know that. That's the first album, and that is it. Do you know Oxford Comma? <laughs> oh who, yeah, I do know that one. Actually. Who gives a fuck about an Oxford Comma? Yeah, I've seen those English dramas too. 
They're cruel. I do like that song as well. I love that song. You you must love Cape Cod Quasa Quasa as well. I don't, don't think I've heard that one. Uh, and Blake. Blake's got a new face. I don't think I've heard that one either. The whole of that first album is just incredible. Because one of the um, really interesting things with Vampire Weekend is... Um, I can't remember which album it is, but it's a very anti-Israel song. Right, okay. So it's, it's all about, like... Um, you know, the, the um, occupation in Palestine and how that isn't representative of the Jewish faith, faith rather, because um, the members of Vampire Weekend are Jewish themselves. Huh. Uh, so, yeah, gi- giving up the gun is all about um, you being sort of a retired IDF fighter and how everyone thinks that you're sort of a hero, but actually you're just a, sort of a retired oppressor. Mm. Also, Diplomat's son is about um, his gay relationship with a diplomat's son. Oh, shit. Interesting. There's so many more layers to Vampire Weekend than I knew. Yeah. Um, I'll just throw my phone on the floor. Yeah, and just, thank you. Uh, there's a band I started listening to called The Tenth. And they put out their debut album, uh, Dunes. They're an LA-based all-female punk band. That sounds like my jam. Really good. Um, I will not make any boring art. The opening song on their album is great. The whole mm. album is great. So uh, listeners may know that I love Kevin Smith quite a lot. Uh, and you do too, I assume. Uh, yeah, you wrote your dissertation on him. I did. It's mm. also very funny that I always imagine your dad... <laughs> being like I wish I was called Kevin <laughs> um, my dad is, is called Kevin yeah I was going to say imagine. Um, but yeah their album Dunes is really good but Kevin Smith's daughter is in this band that's like this is like her band oh. um, she doesn't sing in it she plays bass I think um, but they are great like buttery biscuit bass because like I, that's the thing I don't just like them because it's Kevin Smith's daughter's band it's Harley Quinn Smith um, but like, that's her name. Yeah, he, that's, yeah. I mean, you had to form an all-female punk band. Yeah. After you were named Harley Quinn. Named after you know the the comic book character. Mm. It wasn't um, just a coincidence. That was like before the shit show of Suicide Squad. So, <laughs> so she's all right. She's allowed. Um, but yeah, like I he shared it on Twitter, and I was just like, oh, I'll give him a listen, see what they're like. And I was like, holy shit, this is exactly the kind of thing I like. So, but yeah, they're really good. Uh, I think they've put out one or two music videos now. Mm. Um, but they were like. What, like 18 to 20, I think, years old, maybe 19, I don't know. Um, she's also going to be in Quentin Tarantino's new film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm. which the trailer is out for. She's like, she's in a tiny, tiny bit of the trailer, there's like a group of girls all walking together and she's one of them. But that looks really good as well. Um, uh uh, music. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got really sidetracked onto films then as well. Yeah, I was like, oh, where am I going? Um, uh, You've been listening to the Hamilton soundtrack, I see. Yeah, that's like a constant mm. in my heavy rotation. <laughs> the two most heavily, ro- the three most heavily rotated albums I've got are Dunes by the Tenth, the Hamilton sound, uh, the Ham- Hamilton soundtrack, and Acts of Fear and Love by Slaves, which is bloody brilliant album as well everything Slaves has done is just absolutely brilliant I love what Slaves do yeah oh something I started listening to recently Alice Emois who is a French 
female singer rapper. Uh, not rap. I don't know. It's not. She doesn't quite rap. I don't think. But she is like fantastic, and just French is just such a beautiful language, and this there's a song. How what's it called? Uh, I don't even want to try and attempt to say that, but. J'avoue sauter avec un rapport. Yeah, so like the translation is just like she's just talking about how she wants to date a rapper and just like. <laughs> but the song is so catchy and like it's just like all of her music is great. Um, what you what you got there? So I've got Left at London, who um I think they're non-binary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really should know their pronouns because I follow them on Twitter and they're so fucking funny. So they're they're on Twitter as uh, Left at London, and their album Transgender Street Legend Volume One is a very because her comedy is like so punching you in the face, like with just like really sharp, witty lines that are very um, I don't know they're very relevant to to today's time. There's a lot of satire in there. And then trans transgender street love or whatever it was, uh, what was it again? Transgender street legend volume one um, is very nice and is like a little little hug Aww. on the LGBTQ community. But plus, the, plus. <laughs> uh, I guess that you were trying really hard to make sure you got it right. So yeah, just... but um, what I would definitely recommend is you watch her coming out video, their coming out video. Because um, they've got this whole thing about, like, mum, dad, I'm gay. And, uh, and like, the mum and dad are like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like, we knew, like, it's okay, we accept you, like, we love you, whatever. And homophobic. And they're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And then it, it, like, carries on, like, mum, dad, I'm transgender. And transphobic. (laughs) So, yeah, I definitely recommend Left at London on Twitter, even if you don't like the music. The, the sketches are very funny. Nice. Um, also, Aaron West on the Roaring Twenties, uh, who is an artist very close to my heart, um, it's the singer from the Wonder Years, his side project, Dan Campbell. Um, but it's all very, like, concept album. So, it did, like, all of his music tells a story, and it's just, like, one sort of flowing story through all of the albums. Um and he just put out the first single from the new album that's coming out, and I'm very excited for that, um, which comes out in like a month. So, did we like? Did we mention that we've just like progressed onto beers? No, I don't think we did actually. So we, like, we just I, cracked more. I, I just them. I just cracked him because I was like I was anxious about sort of pegging into him really. So I'm I'm drinking uh, beer op gist de verboden vrucht le fruit defendu. So it's like a a Belgian motherfucker that like punches you in the face. I'm listening. I'm I'm listening to. I'm I'm drinking <laughs> Grand Cru August Augustine. Augustine, which at the bottom says Belgisch Klosterbier. So must have been brewed in a cloister. Uh, I think. Beer de monastère Belge. So Belgian so monastery. Basically. Belgian monastery in a cloister. Nice. Do you know where you get the best oysters? Cloisters. In a Belgian cloister. <laughs> no, I, that's, I don't know that's true. I don't think they have oysters. No, I don't think you... Unless it was an under, underwater... Isn't, 
Be- Belgium is uh, landlocked, isn't it? It doesn't. It, do- uh, it yeah. doesn't have a coastline because. Yeah, I think you're right. Because they, um, in the sound of music, uh, the the dad is a navy officer in the Belgian navy, but they're landlocked. <laughs> <laughs> so he could be a navy officer for like a rowing boat, but that's it. <laughs> uh, so I don't. They know Belgium isn't landlocked. Uh, is it Austria? L- Luxembourg or is landlocked. What about Austria? Austria is. I want to say. Uh, I'm sorry. I just. I thought I knew a thing. I I sort of sewed two facts together that weren't. Actually so there's true. so many questions. Like, is Spain landlocked? Like, <laughs> no. There's so much coast on Spain. The only is, time I've been in Spain is when I was at a fucking beach. Is Russia landlocked? <laughs> That has so much coast. Is uh, was another good one? Uh, Japan, <laughs> Japan is, <laughs> is Japan an island landlocked? Is Ireland landlocked? <laughs> Bloody hell! Um, so sorry, yeah. We got very sidetracked. But what is your beer like? Mine, oh, it's all right. Mine's so we've now moved up. I'm on eight point five percent. And I'm on nine, and it tastes like it's nine. Yeah, like I'm, I'm definitely feeling some, some hits. Yeah, my face is reddening. Yeah, <laughs> your face is reddening. Oh, <laughs> this is gonna get messy by the end. It guys. is. Just, um, yeah. Uh, also, so did I mention Kate Tempest last time we were doing? The you podcast? didn't know. So Kate Tempest, her album "Let Them Eat Chaos," is just fucking fantastic. That's a very. Very good name. It's very political. Um, Europe is Lost is like the highlight. It's mm. a fucking great song. Um, also, Ketamine for Breakfast is good. <laughs> uh, Don't Fall In. Perfect Coffee is a really good song about like gentrification in London mm. and stuff. Um, so, Kate Tempest, I saw her absolutely die in her ass in the poetry tent at Latitude a couple of years ago. Oh, really? And I've been convinced that she's shit for, for so long. Mm, and then, like, so many people have been telling me that she's good, and I just, like, haven't... She was that bad that I was like, no, I'm never, ever going to listen to her again. Oh, I think wow. I need to go back. Yeah, I'm going to send you this album, because yeah. the whole album's great. But I'll, I'll, send you, I'll tell you what, I'll start you off with Europe is Lost, because that's what got me into it. Like, mm. she's amazing. No, I do feel bad, because, like... It was such a bad set that you could tell that that wasn't her normal, yeah, her normal level. Uh, listening to streets a lot as well again, Ooh. as normal. Of course, uh, the streets. Original pirate material. I went to karaoke on Wednesday night and did "Don't Mug Yourself" again. Yeah, I saw a Snapchat of you doing that's that. That's my favourite song to karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> um, You've got such a relaxed style to it now as well. There's something very compelling about you not caring that there's an audience there. Like, I wasn't even drunk as well. I'd had like two beers the whole <laughs> night, so. Yeah, that was. It felt good to do some relatively sober karaoke. Like I, I was like, I can't do karaoke. I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, what else? Uh, again, I've come back to whatever people say I am. That's what I'm not. By the Arctic Monkeys, mm. which is like just one of the best albums ever. I think, like genuinely. Um, the 1975. You know. Always listening to them. I was about to say their new albums come out since we last did a podcast. It hasn't. Their new album came out in November. So. That's fine. <laughs> Um, so right, so there's a there's a band that I want to talk about, which you won't probably care about or have much interest in. And to be honest, I'm not sure I do. But what? So, uh, Alex Gasgarth from All Time Low, right? Mm-hmm. You know All Time Low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So the lead singer of all time, though, and Mark Hoppus from Blink-182, who's the... Sorry if you just uh, heard a little slam there. That was just my housemate leaving. Um, Mark Hoppus from Blink-182. Right, you know Blink-182? I know Blink-182. You know Mark Hoppus from Blink-182? I don't know that bloke, but so I know... So you know there's, like, two exist. singers. Yeah. And one of them's really whiny. Oh, right. And the other one isn't. Yeah. So it's the one that isn't. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say it is the whiny one. No. I wish it was. <laughs> uh, but Mark Hoppus and Alex Gaskarth have started a band called Simple Creatures together. And it's just so boring. <laughs> like, I was watching a video of them playing a live set. And I was like, this looks like the scene in a film where a band have sold out. Mm. And now they're just performing like pop music with fancy lights. Uh, to make money and like I, it's literally what it looked like that's what the music sounds like so uh, All Time Low started as a Blink-182 cover band so I'm like I'm really happy for Alex Gaskarth like that must be amazing you know they started as a Blink-182 mm. he started out as a Blink-182 cover band now he's in a band with a bloody guy from Blink-182 amazing but Mark Hoppus always used to refer to All Time Low as uh, Diet Blink-182 mm. and I, I put out a tweet recently and I said if uh Controversial. Yeah, well, oh, hang on, let me find a the tweet. Trumpian style of <laughs> Of media communication. <laughs> um, but it was just like, the, the music is just kind of boring and it's it's a bit sad because, you know, I love Mark Hoppus and I love, I mean, I loved All Time Low when I was younger. I still like him. There's nothing inherently wrong with them. But, um, so what I said was Alex Gaskarth and Mark Hoppus starting a band together would be my 15 year old dream. But if All Time Low are just diet, Blink182. And this is sugar-free diet, all-time low zero, with no added sugar served at room temperature. Oh. Yeah. Like, it's just... Like, I hate to say it, but it is just boring music. That's not even a burn. That's like Savlon. <laughs> it's just, like... It's not bad. That's the thing. The music isn't bad. It's just boring. It's just okay. Yeah. It's pop music as well, so it's mm. like... You know, they make out like they're this like, alternative kind of thing. It's pop music. Mm. But, you know, whatever. Um, they're having fun. As long as they're having fun. But that's the thing. I saw their fucking EP in HMV earlier, right? CD with six songs on it. So, first off, the album cover is their faces. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's a way to make money, you know. Big budget. Recognisable faces. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh, I'll buy that because I like them. And then it's got six songs on it and the CD was ten ninety nine. <sighs> I wouldn't pay ten ninety nine for a full album. I mean, maybe I would, depending on the band, but uh, on a CD anyway. Not maybe I wouldn't play on a CD, but still, I was. It's just it's disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. So that's how I feel about that. And if Mark Coppers, if you're listening, I love you, uh, irredeemably, irredeemably, irrevocably. And mm-hmm. Alex Gaskarth, I'm also relatively a fan of you. Too so, <laughs> big part so pull, of my teenagers. Pull your fucking fingers out. I think is what he's saying. But the best cover but. anyone has ever done has mm-hmm. come out recently. So there's a there, there's um, a, a company or whatever, not a company, but uh, band. Like, they, they they put the stuff out on YouTube, right? They're called Triple J, uh, and they it's called Like a Version, and they get famous artists to mm. do a cover. And Denzel Curry did a cover of Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. And it is the best damn cover of anything I've ever heard. It goes hard and it goes fucking off. And it is just fantastic. And it's on Spotify now. So just look up Denzel Curry, Bulls on Parade. Or either or probably. Um, e- even better than the cover of Hurt by uh, 
Oh, why Johnny Cash. Cash. Oh, yeah. I see. I always forget that's a cover. Mm. I mean, let's just not start debating the best cover. Let me just yeah. make broad statements with nothing to back them up. <laughs> that is that is so much like boring talk radio. Yeah. Like, who do you reckon the best cover is? Oh, let's just talk about it for three hours and then never come to a conclusion. Oh, because we can also bring this topic up in two weeks' time. Mm. We can just talk it to fucking death. <laughs> um, Fuck you, talk radio. There's a song called Get Some by Ghosted. Mm. And it is so good. It's just such a... Um, I don't know, just go and listen to it. Like It's it's quite a, a, a sexual song, I guess, in a way. It sounds like it. Like, the opening lyrics are like, When you call, when you call, when you call, when you call, and I'm horny. So, yeah, it's literally... Um, it's about... The song is about, like... The the chorus lyrics are literally along the lines of uh, I don't need no candle light, I just need you to fuck me right. Uh, <laughs> like, I can't wait no more, let's do it on the kitchen Bottom floor or floor, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's... I um So, there's... Long-time listeners will recognise that I love a band called The Hoo-Hars, who I think they started in Reading. Um, and they just... So, they are... Famously, even according to their songs, fucking lazy and don't do any work. <laughs> and so, ever since they've got their recording contract, they haven't, they haven't recorded a song. <laughs> 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 but they have released uh, Joshy within the past couple of days, which is all about him like making fun of his little brother. <laughs> right. Because his little brother like has a tantrum when he doesn't get a sweet and stuff like that. Right. Um, and it's very, very sweet. I like Joshy by the Hoo Ha's. That's cute. Um, also, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, just on that note, me and my girlfriend were watching Lily Allen music videos last night and Alfie by Lily Allen. Uh, yeah. Just about her, like, like weed smoking little brother. Who is Theon Greyjoy in Game of Thrones that I did not know? That what? is Lily Allen's little brother, apparently. What? Yeah, unless I'm being fed misinformation, but that um, is... I'm googling Theon Greyjoy. But that is, yeah. Also, Lana Del Rey, big fan now. Um, the Ultraviolence album by Lana Del Rey is great. Um, what else? What else? Oh, Maggie Rogers, Heard It In A Past Life album, is a good bit of like country pop. And that is him, isn't it? Alfie Allen, yes. Yeah. There he is. His old froggy smile. Yeah, he, see, there he looks like Lily Allen. He does, But yeah. he doesn't in normal Game of Thrones. Everyday life. Also, Game of Thrones, new last series starts a week tomorrow. Which is insane. I'm not ready for that. I'm, I'm still on series three. I'm definitely not ready. <laughs> you are. You are pants down. <laughs> yeah, I really am. This is bad. Um, uh, what else? I'm sorry. There's just been so... It's been so long. It has so been a very long time. Trying to catch up. Uh, yeah, Pup, Morbid Stuff. I'm actually going... I'm going to see Pup in Leeds on Thursday and I'm very excited. Mm. How many times really have good. you seen Pup now? Uh, three. I oh, I thought, I thought it was more than that. No, so I first got into them. I went to see The Wonder Years uh, in 2017. I think it was. Uh, on their tour. Uh, was it 2017? Yeah, so it's 20, yeah, 2017. The One Years did a UK tour. And Pup, Four years ago. No, three... Two years ago. Maths. Jesus. Um, and Pup were the main support. And so I started listening to them because I knew they were going to be the, the support band. 
and I was like, wow, these guys are really good. And then I saw them, and I was just like, holy shit, these guys are insane. Like, the Wonder Years, I love the Wonder Years an immense amount, but that night, Pop was a better band. Mm. And, like, the energy from the crowd is insane. And then uh, on Canada Day 2017, in fact, it was the 150th anniversary of Canada, and in Trafalgar Square... They had like a whole big celebration or whatever because right outside the old Canadian embassy or whatever, Canada House. And they flew four Canadian artists over to perform and Pup were like the headline band. And there was like, it was just great. Like it was free show and then there was uh, like mosh pits and crowd surfing in, in the middle of Trafalgar Square. Like it was just, it was so cool. Um, and then I saw them open for the Menzingers. I don't really actually care about the Menzingers. So we literally <laughs> bought tickets just to see Pup. And then left. Um, <laughs> but, well, no, yeah, we did leave. Um, but so, it wasn't sold out, so we didn't make anyone miss out on the Menzingers or anything. But, but. Have I, I'm sure I've said this fact before, but like, the reason why Canadian artists are so big in Canada is they have a law that 50% of the time, 50% of the airtime, songs that are played have to be by Canadian artists. So that's why any Canadian that doesn't like Drake or Justin Bieber will still know all of the songs by Drake or wow. Justin Bieber. That is really interesting. Because they are Canadian artists. And there's like a whole different formula for like how you figure out how Canadian a song is. Right. So like if the artist is Canadian, that's good enough. But then like if the producer is Canadian, I, I can't remember the exact thing, but like that's that counts as half a Canadian and then you and then you like go back to like is the sound engineer like <laughs> where was their mum's dog's best friend oh, born and hell. things like that that sounds very complicated yeah so it's it's like a response to not wanting the sort of American mm, culture yeah. to to overtake in Canada that's so I think it's like a decent idea I think it's been very effect, effective and it's produced Drake and um, Justin Bieber don't yeah. really like either of those artists but like they're big yeah they're popular fair enough, fair enough. Um, I've heard of them uh, but yeah so that's I'm very excited for that actually that so that is technically going to be the first headline show I've ever been to of Pups oh. like proper like just normal tour that's exciting I'm now even more excited <laughs> um, would you like to swap beers because we're halfway through yeah, let me just have a little swig of this one. He's going to glug it. Look at him. He's a big old gluggy boy. Glugging like a slug. Fun fact, slugs really like beer. If you huh. put if you put a can of beer out, they'll drink themselves to death. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Much like humans. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tenacious D have got a new album out, Post Apocalypto. I might have spoken about that before as well, because that came out also in November, I think. Or October, maybe. Isn't Jack Black like just as such an enigma? Like, imagine I, imagine doing a, a film about how much you love Tenacious D and like the rock stuff. Yeah. And then that just being your career, and you just like carry on doing it. Well, like Tenacious D were a band like for a very long time, were they? early two thousands. Yeah. Okay. I've just their first pretended album. that I knew something that I didn't. So the Tenacious D film mm -hmm. is like the soundtrack to that is like their second album. Mm. so they already had an album out and a lot of the film stuff is like so you know like Tribute by Tenacious D is like their most famous song like the end of the film is very much like kind of based on that song I think I mean it's quite it seems quite clear to me that that mm. is it because they have like a a rock off with the devil or whatever Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny is a great film um, 
And just, yeah, Jack Black, like, Jack Black started a gaming channel on YouTube. Yeah. Called Jablinski Games. And he's just, like, <laughs> I love him so much. He's just living his truth. Yeah. And, like, he was saying he did the film The House with the Cock in It. <laughs> I said, right. It's called The House with the Clock in Its Walls. But I always call it The House with the Cock in Its Walls. And, like, <laughs> as a joke. And then just then I was like, I definitely will make sure that I say clock. And I said cock. So the House of the Cock and Its Walls. Um, so Jack Black and... That, I mean, that's that's the obvious porn parody name of it anyway. Um, Jack Black and Kate Blanchett are in that together. And he was saying that he was really nervous to work with Kate Blanchett because she's got, like, Oscars and stuff and she's this amazing actress. And then they got on set and she said to him, like, just, like, we're going to have fun, right? Because the only reason she did the film was because Jack Black was in it because she wanted to have fun making a film <laughs> rather than, like, making something serious. And I just thought that was a really cool little... Yeah, that is cool. Um, but yeah, Tenacious D. What a band. What a band. What a band. <laughs> um, I feel like I've been talking for ages about music. Um, but I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I'm done. Maybe I'm done. Um, yeah, let's say I'm done. So, like, what do we do now? TV series? I'm ready to go on TV. All right, what you've been watching, Ben? Oh, fucking love, death, and robots Mm. is. I I said this earlier today. It's um, it's Black Mirror but animated, and you can do so much more with the animation. Like it's such high concept um, cartoons, Um, and I'm going to entirely rip off a tweet here uh, that said. We always talk about adult cartoons in the context of, like, The Simpsons, Family Guy, uh, American Dad, because they have sort of adult themes, they have sex, they have nudity and things like that. Um, and actually, this is what adult cartoons are when they're grown up. <laughs> like, those those are teenage cartoons. And adult cartoons, like, the themes that they explore, like... Um, I I think like post industrialization and environmentalism and all, all that sort of stuff. Just watch it and you'll know how important they are culturally because the 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 themes that they touch on are just so I don't know they're so relevant to to now that they do hit with the same sort of level of power that a uh, a Black Mirror episode would hit. Hmm. In, in the same way that you think. Oh yeah, that episode of Black Mirror definitely could have happened and probably will happen. You think that with every one of Love, Death, and Robots? Right. Okay. Yeah, it does sound good. Like the the first episode is um a sort of Lovecraftian steampunk oh. monsters battle each other. No, kind of and instantly like, put off. Really? So, do you know how much I hate steampunk? It's only the first episode. Okay, but I mean, how long is that first episode? Uh, like sixteen minutes. 16 minutes you can, too long. You, you can skip to the second episode. <laughs> okay, no, that's fine. I just... Steampunk. I mean, it's only very vaguely steampunk. Okay. In that, like, you're in a Victorian house and the wallpaper's ripping down. But the main part of it is that there are these two monsters who fight to the death uh, in, like, a Victorian uh, theatre. And the, the sort of fighters put themselves into the bodies of these monsters. So it's Pacific Rim. So yeah, it's probably <laughs> Pacific Rim if, if if I've seen seen that. So Pacific Rim is like a film where there's these giant monsters that have come from like another dimension to fight and then to, to or just to like destroy the planet or whatever. And then the people create these giant fighting robots. 
but they like they they're not actually in the robots. They like control robots. So so the the point of this episode is like uh, it's set up at the start that um all of the fighters are men, and it's something it's called something like Sekiro's Edge. Because her edge is that she's... Well, it alludes to at the start, her edge is that she's a woman. And so it's all about, like, how do you get your edge when you're fighting? And so it explores... So, obviously, the monsters have a fight, because, like, that's fantastic to animate and fantastic to watch. But the end of the day, the moral that comes out of it is is quite interesting to explore. Hmm. Is that it? Is that what you've been watching? Well, that's me on Love, Death and Robots. Okay. I can, um, I've can. i also watched Get Out, which yes. is the Jordan Peele uh, film. Did it win any awards? Because if it didn't, I'm very angry so about it. Dan- it won... So Daniel Kaluuya, uh, the main guy in it, won the BAFTA He's Rising the guy from Black Mirror. Star Award. I haven't seen the episode of Black Mirror, clearly. Oh. See, I always remember him as Parking Pataweo. From Harry and Paul. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, where it was basically Postman Pat, but parking he's a tra- Parking Pat-a-way-o, and parking he's Pat-a-way-o, and, and his black and white cat Tuayo. <laughs> like I used to love that so much. And, um, so I, and whenever I see him, it's like he's a serious actor now. He's in Black Panther. He's in Get Out. He's a BAFTA. You know, he was. He's in all these like amazing roles now, and I'm just like, just parking Pat away. Because, yeah, he's just, it's Postman Pat, but he's a traffic warden. And, and people start to like abuse him. Yeah, and like, but you've, so you've got like the voiceover, like you do for Postman Pat, but you can see like people's mouths moving, they're like swearing at him and saying stuff, and the voiceover just sort of like really dumbs it down and like calms uh, it's just the man so... was very angry at parking Pataleo <laughs> he said he was born in this country and has a right to park where he wants <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's stuff like that but well no yeah that's all I ever think of when I when I see him so the point that in I was a, trying to make in a good way so yeah carry on <laughs> is Get Out is a fantastic film because one of the things I love about Get Out is the monster it's white people <laughs> <laughs> The terrible, terrible thing that will get you in the end is whiteness. <laughs> and so I, I watched it on the train coming up to Lincoln. And honestly, I mean, like most of you who listen to this probably know, I'm a white cis male. <laughs> and um, yeah, a white couple, white old couple sat next to me on the train. Genuinely got a little bit worried. <laughs> I got afraid of white people for the first time in my fucking life. <laughs> Oh dear. We're, sc- we're scary. <laughs> Historically. His- historically, on if if you were drawing up Labrick's odds, you'd say we're fucking scary. Yeah, there was like I, I follow this uh, meme account on Instagram called Sexy History Memes, um, and th- yeah, there was a a picture of like two dogs, and one was like this rabid, like vicious dog, and one was like a cute Labrador, and it, on the vicious vicious dog, it was like. Um, how everyone else historically sees the Brits. And then it was like the cute Labrador, just like how the Brits see the Brits. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's a, there's some good meme accounts on Instagram. Yeah, I was, I was talking to my friends today about um, how complex meme culture is and like how much communication you can get through just like a series of pictures. Mm. And there's such there's such a sort of 
depth to those sort of memes where you can like get crossover memes which is a meme with a meme with yep. a meme <laughs> that's talking about a different meme that's also talking about a thing that's highly relatable in your life and it's like oh, the internet meme culture has got so complex to the point where you'd almost have to if you didn't know anything about memes you'd have you'd have to study it you'd have to actually go back and look at the etymology or the root of these memes in order to understand it. And I think that's like, that's a really, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us as a coach. You're right. You're right there. You just sort of didn't quite manage to get the finish. Culture. Sorry, I was burping. These, um, the high percent beers for a man who hasn't drank in a while, they're, uh, they're hitting me like a train. Hmm. Yeah, I don't drink an awful lot these days because I can't afford to. Yeah, uh, I don't have enough time. So yeah, fair enough. It's probably good for me. Yeah, I've lost a lot of weight recently. Yeah. Just poked my third new hole in my belt today, which is insane. It is insane. I I didn't like. I don't know. I've I've seen you quite re- quite regularly. I didn't think. I don't know. I can't really notice, but I also didn't think that you had much weight to lose. So that's fine. That's uh, that's that's fine with me. <laughs> if if I didn't look fat in the first place, and I and I you can't notice it, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just you know, I think not drinking as much is probably a contributor to mm, that. To be definitely, fair, definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's so much fucking calories in booze anyway. Yep, um, earning them all back tonight. Ayo, <laughs> send nudes. <laughs> I um I was having this discussion with my friend the other day about how like. Send nudes is such a paradox because if you ask someone to send nudes, they are so much less likely to send nudes. Yeah. That, like you could ask someone on the street to send nudes and they would be less likely to send you nudes than they otherwise would have been to send you nudes. Yeah, it, like just being a complete stranger. Yeah. yeah. Which, mm. which I think is the sort of the nub of the joke of asking anyone to send nudes yeah. is that you know you're decreasing your chance of achieving nudes. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. I think you do. You do love a send nudes joke. I do you? love the send nudes joke. It's never not going to be funny. <laughs> Even at my funeral, I want the priest to say, and now may we all pray to receive some nudes. <laughs> <laughs> do you want a priest at your funeral? I don't know. There's... I don't. I don't want a religious funeral. Can Can we do like an Egyptian funeral, <laughs> where you like bury a live priest and <laughs> and an imam and you, a rabbi, you just want to like be entombed with uh, <laughs> with some living but soon to be dead religious officials. I want every single religious official you can get in there. Just cram them in, <laughs> just and in case guide one of them was the right. Afterlife. <laughs> yeah. um, I want to be buried with like. A priest, a rabbi, an imam, and, like, the Dalai Lama. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's right. <laughs> I just want, I want a Viking funeral. Send me out on a little boat. Oh, can I be the one that, like, boat. fires an arrow? Yeah, if you're good enough to fire the arrow, that will actually hit me. Like, as long as you, like, die slowly, I'll practice with the... No, I'm sorry, I'm already dead when you're pushing the boat out. No, that that's what I mean, like... If you die slowly, then I get, like, six months of practice in. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, you know I'm going to die. Yeah. And then you, oh, okay. And then you start like, taking archery classes. I don't, I don't want to take archery classes now and then you live another 40 years and I'm like, for fuck's sake, I wasted all that money on archery classes. <laughs> well, you never know. You might find a new hobby that you really like <laughs> <laughs> that will just someday come in handy, you know? Maybe. 
Probably not. I don't know. Do you reckon Can I'll I live crossbow you? you? You know you can't crossbow me because you need to fire it up so that it can then comes back down into the boat. You don't just you can crossbow up. Yeah, but that's going to go way harder and that's going to go way further because it's a crossbow. Maybe. So, just you know, anyone who knows anything about archery or crossbows, tell us why we can or cannot do the Viking funeral thing. But also, also make sure that you tell us how. I can have a Viking funeral because yeah. that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, you know, in a nice lake or something. Yeah. You'd, I think you'd have to get the permission of the lake owner. Or imagine if you turned out to be Nessie. If everyone was like, oh, it's just Brian, like, <laughs> bobbing around. That's Maybe it'd have to be in the ocean then. Yeah. Or a river. Because a, yeah. lake, a lake owner's not going to let a dead body just rot in their river, are they? Uh, let I him, suppose, let like, lake. a charred dead body... Yeah, but even so, you don't want a dead body in your lake, do you? So, on a river, I'll just flow out to sea eventually. Mm. So, or if it's the sea, I'll just flow further out to sea. <laughs> You'll be like, <laughs> there'll be alien archaeologists, like, sculpting out the whatever fucking plastic mound we've got in the middle of the ocean, <laughs> and then it'll be Brian. <laughs> and they're like, oh shit, all of them were fucking giants. Because <laughs> you're the only thing that's been preserved in like society. Point, they'll all be like eight foot tall anyway. Like, yeah, maybe. Because, you know. Um, but, you know, clearly dumping bodies in the ocean is fine. Because, you know, Bin Laden's at the bottom of the sea, isn't he? So that can't be that big an issue. Didn't is that the way that Mussolini killed his political opponents as well? Flung them out of helicopters. That's, but like he did. Maybe. You've seen that like Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's it's <laughs> incredible. Jim Carrey and Mussolini's granddaughter having a Twitter beef. Yeah. Because Jim Carrey said some bad shit about Mussolini, and she just replied, "You are a bastard." <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, that, she's an MEP. She is for a fascist party. Well, there you go. I mean, like, like grand, like grandfather, like granddaughter. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Bloody hell! Because I was just like, is she, you know, defending Mussolini, and you're an MEP. Okay. I, I mean, Miss m- Ms. Mussolini, if you want to come on this podcast and debate us about fascism, we will give you that platform because you know we have such a platform to give. We, you will not be increasing our audience size, like. Many fold. Or well, they might, in but for the wrong audience. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm, we don't I'm, want that. Like, like. But at the same time, if if I Mussolini's mean, granddaughter wants to debate us, exactly. I will not say no. Yeah, not. yeah. Especially over a few bevs. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that we're just like your grandfather was wrong because drink this fucking Belgian beer. It's so nice. <laughs> oh God. I feel like we're going to hit the hour and a half today. I don't feel like we're not going to run too much over. I yeah, I feel like we've, pre- we've got two beers left, two and they are the high percentage beers. That's all right. Then. And I'm brewing a, a wee right now. Oh, so am I'm I, really brewing time. a wee. I think we might have to go for a unilateral stop right now. I don't know. I think not. We're not right now, but like I once we finish the beers, a good, like, you know what, 20, 23 more minutes. I feel like we'd do a better podcast, not really wanting to finish it. Though. All right, should we pause? All right, three, two, one, and we're back. Hello, world's quickest pee ever. From yes, the two of us. We uh, we really squeezed it out together. That was well, not together, separate. Yeah, but in that short space of time in between very, you saying pause and we're back. Yeah. So, 
I'm proud of us. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> Wait, so we, were we in the middle of like challenging Mussolini's granddaughter to a fucking debate? <laughs> I think we were. Because like, whatever your name is, Ms. Mussolini, we'll fucking we'll throw you out a helicopter in a debate <laughs> metaphorically form. Ugh. Um. Oh, I'm out of beer. You're out of beer. Oh, so I re- so I need to chug this one. Yours no, because we swapped the Augustine, so you're done. Yeah. Ah, there it is. There it is. Okay. All right. Just pray silence for the chug. All right, go on. Well, that's quick. (laughs) There wasn't a lot left. It wasn't wasn't that impressive. I'm a capacious boy. Ben, I think leaning on the chair like that's probably gonna mess with the mic a bit. I'm sorry for headphone users. So we got a. Rinse cochon. So that's the pig water beer. Yeah. I told you about, and um, I love I love them because when you get them served in France, they s- serve them with a little glass with a pig on the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> it's <nice>. very cute. <laughs> oh, sorry if I've been sniffy as well during this process. I um, we had a curry. Um, as we previously mentioned, and it was a bit spicy. So, or is that what you've been sniffing? I don't know. I think it might be. I don't know. I've been sneezing a little bit as well, though. Yeah, so. I was like worried if you were like allergic to something. Well, actually, to be fair, these beer, these bottles were a little bit dusty. It might just be the uh, dust. Might be the dust. 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 Very low in fat. Dust. Anybody? Dust. Dust. How many calories in dust? <laughs> so back to our debate from uh, episodes gone by. When we were like, is it still okay to watch and and watch Little Britain? Mm. I've been rewatching Little Britain. Okay. <laughs> and it's fucking funny. Like, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a big fan. I'm I'm still gonna sort of abstain from rewatching it just so that so you can stay morally pure. Well, not so that I can stay morally pure, but so that I can never come to a firm conclusion on it. I'd say rewatch it. Like it's funny. Mm. It is funny. See, I, I remember I was on holiday once, and we only had, like, two DVDs. One was... You look very surprised about that. I was that not here. expecting that to be as fruity as it is. Do you want to describe what um, um, your pig water's like? Yeah, I just took a sip. Rinse cochon. It, it just tastes like raspberries. Oh! Mm, that was far Cherries. more than I intended. Cherry. I think so. Whereas I am drinking Gordon Drac 9000 Quadruple, which is a uh, 10.5% volume. How is it? It is um sort of Belgian, but with an overbearing taste of alcohol. <laughs> I was going to say, that's good. this is going to go down way easier after that than, <laughs> than that is after this. So you got that to look forward to. Yeah, I've uh, I've lucked out here. What were we talking about? Oh yeah. Um so yeah, I was I was on a holiday and we had only two DVDs, one of which was Little Britain season 2, I think, and the other one was the third Star Wars, so the third prequel. Oof. And um that's the best of the prequels to be fair. We watched them over and over oh. and over again. So to the point where I sort of almost know the words. <laughs> so um for example, have you ever heard of a thing called butter? 
See, the thing that gets me is bloody Marjorie Dawes from Fat Fighters. And there's just one. And they they're, they go out for like a group meal. And the Indian woman, she's like, oh, what do you want? And she's like, fish and chips. And then she, she just goes, curry? No, I don't think they do curry. And she just keeps saying fish and chips. And it's so stupid. But it's so funny. Like, there's that. And then the whole dust thing. And... Uh, I'm just trying to think of like my favorite because the Andy and Lou ones, you know, the one that one. Yeah, thing. I don't find them that funny. Maybe it's because like the joke's been beaten to death a bit. But mm. uh, it was, and like, oh, I don't know. We've had the, we've had a discussion about that in Britain before about you know the jokes that yeah. aren't all right. Anymore. I I think like now you crystallized something about the fat fighters one. Yeah, the the joke is on the sort of fat fighters woman yeah. rather than it, it so like the joke is about how stupid she is for being racist to the yeah, lady yeah rather than so I think because she's just fucking horrible to like all of them yeah and like I think, fatties and stuff I think I really do need to rewatch so that I can look through with a lens of like who where is this going yeah. like what what's the point of this sketch rather than looking at it through a teenage boy lens it was like Oh, I sometimes get to see boobies, even though it's like a man in a prosthetic <laughs> outfit. In <laughs> prosthetic fat suit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Bubble, bubbles. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Did you ever watch Little Britain USA? No, I don't So it was still did. the two of them, but like it was set in America. And there was always this, there was this one sketch they did about these two like really muscly guys in, the, uh, in a gym changing room. And they take the towel off and they have like tiny dicks. And then one of them. There was one where, like, one of them had got a penis enlargement. And he, like, takes his towel off, but it's just really long and thin, like a piece of spaghetti. <laughs> and then the other guy takes his off, and he's now just got a vagina. Because they were like, yeah, I asked if... I, they asked if... I got went to get penis enlargement, and it went wrong. And then they just said, well, you know, we can give you a vagina instead. So I thought, yeah, go on then. Um, but, yeah. It's weird. I it just thinking of David Williams' career is just weird to me. Because he's now a children's author, a best-selling children's author, and like you know, does Britain's Got Talent and stuff. And I'm like, of course he does. Yeah, Forgot weird, that. weird. Because he, I felt like he was the least camp out of him and Matt Lucas. Really? Yeah, I was. I was getting them mixed up. No, I think Matt. I think he was the more camp. Oh. I. I mean, that's just my personal opinion, but. Because yeah, did you, what what was that um, show where they had to dress up as celebrities? Uh, like it, it was almost like Stars in Their Eyes. I was going to say you talked about Stars in Their Eyes. But... It, it might have just been when they brought back Stars in Their Eyes. Right. But um, oh, I can almost remember her name, Katie Brand. She did um, Beyonce. Do you remember that? Who? For. Katie Brand, I'll, I'll Google her while we're talking, but she did Beyonce, all the single ladies, um, and it was really good. Like I, I've never seen someone dance all the single ladies with such truth to it. Like, no, but who's Katie Brand? Katie Brand, she's a comedian, not related to. Oh, her. Yeah. Oh right, okay then. Yeah, I understand you. So, not related to Russell Brand or Joe Brand? No, n- neither of those. Bloody hell. Oh my god, imagine being a comedian and having the fucking last name Brand. Yeah, it's just this rough. That's going to hurt your brand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Um, 
No, I don't know what you're Anyway, I, I think he was on that and I think he was really good on it. Right. That's the thing. Swam the channel. He did swim like, the channel. Comic Relief or Built Children in Need or whatever the fucking was. It takes a lot, lot of effort for that. Yeah, 22 miles. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could probably do it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, not to do Dado's achievement, because it is an achievement. If someone wants to set up a, a Kickstarter, GoFundMe, Just Giving page Just or giving. whatever, to uh, sponsor Ben to swim the channel, then uh, I think if it gets to, like, 100 quid at least, then he's, yeah, he's got to do it. For £101, I will do it. So, let's do someone do that. Please, because I really want him to do it now. Because that's funny. Because you've drunkenly said that you like could, do, could it. do it. I feel like it'd be all right. <laughs> all right. Okay. Cool. Um, Fuck you, David Williams. No, no like well done. Uh, and and if I do it, it will be an achievement as well. So I don't want to do down my achievement if I do it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When I do it. When you do. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, oh, what were we, ta- were we talking about stuff we were watching? I haven't mentioned anything yet. Well, I mentioned Little Britain, I guess. Yeah. Um, what else you watching? What else have I been watching? What, what else are those little peepers caressing? Um, he did a little <coughs> blinky thing there. Uh, what have I been watching? Shit. I've been rewatching the thick of it a bunch. Mm. Um, There's some poetry in that. It's beautiful. Uh, I have been watching Arrested Development. When's your um? Oh, so you probably won't be able to talk about this. Never mind. What? I was going to say, when's your fi- short film coming out? Uh, well, so yeah, when it, when it's coming out is probably TBC on when when it's going to be marked, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I think so. Basically, I'm doing a, doing a film production masters. Um, I'm making a short film at the moment. Uh, that I'm currently very proud of, but it hasn't been shot yet. <laughs> the script is very funny. Having read it, it's very funny. Um, and yeah, so the deadline is like the 29th, so early May, I'll say, maybe. But then, like, when you can publish it publicly, I don't know. I might be able to publicly publish it straight away. Okay, but I might not be able to. So I don't know. It cha- Watch this space. Let's change things around with that. So, but yeah, excited about that. Um. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, I've, oh, I watched all of like Brooklyn Nine Nine as well, actually, which is new to me. Well, I always like casually watched episodes here and there, but never properly watched any. Um, and now I've been watching through it all. Just finished series five, which was good. And uh, if Ben wants to stop, you know, typing on the screen, there we go. You want to listen to what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I was listening. <laughs> what did I say? You're talking about Brooklyn Nine Nine. You'd never seen it before. So it's new to you. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty good. Alright, I'll take that. Get fucking wrecked. <laughs> he thought he was going to own me, but I was actually listening. Um. <laughs> hashtag Team Ben. No, don't hashtag that. Hashtag Team Brian. Oh, it's, it's going to be a, a rift. <laughs> it's going to be a rift between that one person that might post a comment saying it. <laughs> alternative twat. An alternative twat too. <laughs> You're the two. Only because the podcast was my idea in the first place. <laughs> it was your idea in the first place, yeah. And also you do all of like the technical stuff behind it. <laughs> but I have to find an equally technical friend <laughs> to be like, can you figure out how the fuck this works? Otherwise I just get drunk and shout. <laughs> like... <laughs> 
And you could get an eight-year-old to do it, probably. It's not technical at all. I don't know any eight-year-olds. <laughs> it's probably for the best. If you're an eight-year-old. Then you should, probably shouldn't be listening to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, don't do We need to age-restrict this podcast. Nah. You know, I'm a believer in free expression. And, you know. But children as well. Like... We don't want me shouting send news at, like, children. <laughs> we definitely don't. Because that's all this podcast is, is me just shouting send news periodically. Yes. Which is, like, it's quite hard to modulate that for an age-restricted audience. So also, yeah. uh, shout out to Nora, who listens to our podcast, who's oh, no. 15. Uh, and, yeah, so I hope it's not too inappropriate. Uh, yeah. But then I think, like, when I was 15... If you think about 15 rated films, like... I know. There's a lot like, of, like, stuff in that. So, anyway... So, when I was last 15... That... When you were last 15, <laughs> like, you're going to be 15 again, or you were 15, <laughs> you were 15 a few times. Well, at least it was eight years ago. Eight years ago. 2011. Fucking hell. Oh, we God. hadn't... Ha- I'd never experienced an Olympics in the UK. That's how deprived <laughs> my childhood was. That's... The, you... you why Why is that where you went to with that? <laughs> I don't know. What What else happened between the years of 2011 and 2019? 2000, in the last eight years? Yeah. Um, well, we went in, in 2011, we had a coalition government. I suppose we still kind so, of have a coalition government. Between the ERG and the main Conservative Party. <laughs> well, indeed. But also the DUP. As well, I mean. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> like that's, we that's genuinely, I mean. technically genuine do have a te- yeah. coalition government. Fuck the DUP. Fuck the DUP. Fuck the Tory party. Fuck the Tory party. Fuck the ERG. Fuck the ERG. So, yes, and I will proudly say that, and you know, and with no mog on my balls. <laughs> Sorry. Mog on my balls. <laughs> um, I in fact I so I I've um been very involved in the poetry scene in Lincoln recently. Oh, you have? Like, this is a very wholesome story, but also Brian's very good at it. Thank you. Um, but it may, it's been really nice to finally be like... So I've been writing stuff for like five years, mm-hmm. and it's been nice to actually start, you know, sharing it and engaging with the community and stuff. But I got a Brexit poem, and that's kind of... I feel like that's what I'm getting known for a little bit now, because mm. that was the f- one of the first ones I did. But I do it every time because it's still relevant. Mm. And now I've changed it a lot as well. And I've added a whole big thing. And I called... called I, I just... Yeah, I called Tommy Robinson a... Uh, thick, pink-faced racist prick, I think was the, the line. Um, but yeah, it's a big big old, big old Brexit-y mess of a poem. As is Brexit. So mm. I, I was surprised we managed to go this long without talking about Brexit, actually, to be mm. fair. Um... But back to my earlier point, shout out to Nora for listening to our podcast. That's quite amazing. I didn't even, you know. Yeah. So It's funny, like, whenever people talk about listening to the podcast, I'm like, really? You listen to the podcast? Especially when it's someone that I don't really talk to, Mm. like, personally. I'm like, what? (laughs) It was the same when I used to do my radio show back at uni when I was young, like, in doing my undergraduate degree. And someone was like, oh, yeah, I listened to your radio show the other day. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. it's, It's such a weird feeling, isn't it? Yeah, but in a, a nice one. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. You, it's just something that comes out of nowhere. And you're like, oh, I didn't think that like I existed in your life, let yeah. alone you would choose to listen to what I said. Yeah. yeah. So if 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 we don't talk all that much, and you listen to the podcast, feel free to just shoot me over a message. Yeah, just like saying that you let, either love chat. or hate the podcast. 
And but yeah, let's let's chat, let's let's talk, let's engage. Let's build a community. <laughs> the twats. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> twats. <laughs> oh dear. I mean, it's already a community of two. You know how you know how, like uh, YouTubers have like names for their audiences. Yeah. Like, What's up, twats? <laughs> Which in America has like a whole like what more offensive because twat is like a really not very nice word for vagina. What does what does twat mean in the? UK? I mean, it means the same in America, but like it's just like it's like the c word. I think so. Yeah. Because for me, like, it still means the same thing. It still means a vagina. Yeah. But. <laughs> it's just not that bad. It's, it's, just, it's like, just a funny word, like, isn't you it? You twat. Like, yeah. it's not been that, you know, it's not that bad. But, like, yeah. you could, it's one of those things that you could get away with at work. It's like in America, because of the way they say it, and they, they say it like twat. And it just makes it sound so much worse, I think. Twat is like almost onomatopoeia for how it hits you in the face. <laughs> Literally, right? Twat. So... When you get twatted. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, like, I think it, it might be to do with like American SWAT teams as well. <laughs> Imagine being shot in the face with a twat. I mean... It... <laughs> you got twatted. The, the, I, d- I don't... Oh, okay. I, don't. I mean, SWAT teams are a thing in this country as well, I are think. They? So. Yeah. yeah, they're still called SWAT teams. Yeah. Uh, I reckon. Oh, no, I suppose they're armed response units over here, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. But even so, it's the same thing, though, isn't it? I mean, but it's not called the same thing, is it? Which was the thing you were trying to pick me up on. I mean, on. it might be. I don't fucking know. I'm not clued up. <laughs> Just write in, use special forces police <laughs> that definitely listen to our podcast. I mean, like... So I sent this to you the other day. I got followed by like a FBI cop the other day <laughs> because I've started following more and more radical leftists on Twitter and I got found out by like an FBI guy like following me to see if I was going to be an insurrectionist. Really? Like, if I was advocating violence, yeah. Like did he message you and say? No, no, he didn't message me back and say, but like it was very obvious from the sort of things that he was tweeting. Then why would he follow you though? Like why what like surely you just keep well, an eye just, on the it's account. Just, it's just one of those bots. Is it like a I was gonna say is it like a real FBI thing? Just, well, it, it sure? definitely isn't operated by human. Yeah. Like it's just one of those things that like I don't know, it's it's a easy way of pulling in the data, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. But also it just might not be real, full stop. I mean, it, Not to crush your dreams. It was, it was definitely a bot. Don't worry, you're a radical. You're a radical enough that you have to be followed by the FBI. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't need to be patted on the don't head. Worry, don't worry, don't <laughs> worry. All coppers are bastards. All right, don't swap me. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yes, we we were sorry. There's been a long time since our last episode again. We're very grateful for anyone that wants to listen. Mm-hmm. And we got we got video sent from who was it? Chris Flack. Yep. Telling us that they'll unsubscribe if we don't put out a new one soon. So, and also Gareth just shouting at the moon. I think it was. <laughs> Good old Gareth. Shout Good out to Gareth. Gareth. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Shout out to Chris Flack, but also shout out to Gareth. I feel like you shout out to Chris Flack, like every, every, episode. every episode. Yeah, Cause I always forget. Yeah. Uh, also, big shout out to George Abercrombie. Oh for being yes, just a beautiful man. He likes every single post. Yeah, he does, and I, you know, more often than I do. When I went to see One Years last time, he was there, and he's just—he's just a wholesome little man. I want to meet him. You would love him. He's—he's lovely. Send me news, George. (laughs) Oh dear. Um, 
but yeah, and just I'm yeah, I'm just I'm enjoying podcasting again. I'm really enjoying podcasting. It's been again. a while. It's been so long. Like for me, this is a real release. Mm. This is a real time to just sort of let go and hang out with my friends, you Brian and you the listeners. Like, oh, are we going to clink? Should we, no, should we need to swap? Oh, we should. How far in are you? I'm. I can't see because the bottle's so dark. That is. Should we Can put you a light see it? to it? Yeah, let's put a light to it. Karen, what were you saying? <laughs> so I like hanging out with you, Brian. It's my favourite thing to do. I like hanging out with you, the listeners. Because it just, it reminds me that other people are out there, you know. Other people are there to be interactive with. I think that's about half. That looks about half to me. It, yeah. I honestly don't know, so it's just what. Yeah. Um, carry on. Your heartfelt. Oh my god, that's so much raspberry. But yeah, I it really, I don't know. It makes me feel optimistic for the the future of the world, because so much of life we just spend on our own. We spend on our headphones. We don't spend interacting with other people. Like I go into work with however many hundred people on the same train every single day. Don't know anyone's name, but with a podcast you can interact with people on such an intimate level and you can understand their ideas, you give them time to explain their ideas and you sort of listen for feedback. So, I don't know, I just appreciate podcasts and I appreciate doing this with you. Yeah, like while I do, when I have to write big boy essays, <laughs> I, uh, I started listening to football podcasts. Well, the Guardian's Football Weekly podcast, specifically. With Max Rushton? Yes. I love Max Rushton It's a bloody so good much. podcast. Like, He's so funny. If you like football and you want to just keep current, listen to it. It's brilliant. Like, I've also been featured on Max Rushton's podcast. Yeah. I wanted, They do live ones. I want to go and watch a live one. I, I did something... I, I said something absolutely disgusting, like, have you watched One Man, One Jar or something? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to get featured on the podcast, and I did. So oh, that is so alcohol. That tastes like it tastes like beer. Like beer has been used as a mixer with vodka. Oh, like, that's what this that is like. that is exactly what. Whereas uh, rinse conchon. Yeah, I wish we'd started the other way around. Beer honestly. a rouge. <laughs> I'd love to be ended on that one. The um the raspberry beer is just so nice. It's like I'm being hugged mm-hmm. by my stomach and my mouth and my tongue. It feels like I'm being like my punched, punched in the, in the throat. <laughs> Uh, it's good though. It's good. It's good. It's, I mean, de- it's like a, it's a marathon beer. Yeah. You get to the end of it, you're like, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, you know, we could probably wrap it up there. We could probably wrap it up there. Should we finish our beers before we get to the end of the podcast? Yeah. That's... Ayo! Send nudes. Oh, I can't doubt that. That is, that is, that is something. Have you done that? Yeah, I done it. All right, you can <sighs> talk while I finish this one off then. So follow us. Follow us on Instagram. Alternative twats. Follow us on Twitter. Alt twats with a four for the Fucking a hell, this for shit the twats. Again. Oh, so I had a suggestion <laughs> that our Twitter account should be alternative tweets. <laughs> Is it too late? To, it's not too it's late not to change it. It's not too late to change it. And I was just like, how did we not fucking think of that? I mean, we're only two mortal men. Yep. <clears throat> Sorry, we should probably edit that out. No, I think we're going to leave it in. Oh, for fuck's There's sake. There's a bit of gross out porn for you all there. Uh, I hate gross out porn. 
that's probably not the right word, is it? Gross up porn's like a whole other thing, isn't it? <laughs> that's a thing that I'm not well, even going to start to get into, but... Let's all agree, listeners, and to, Brian... To never Google gross out porn. <laughs> never Google that. <laughs> not even on your darkest, darkest day. Not no. even on a Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. Never ever do that. Because I know that Wednesdays are a difficult time for all of us, including me. Right, so I think Tuesdays are worse. Tuesdays are like the nothing day. So Monday's like, oh, it's a Monday, start of the week. And when solidarity with everyone hating Mondays. Yeah, Wednesday's hump day. So you're like, all right, I'm over the hump of the week. That's fine. I've just got Thursday and Friday left. You get to Thursday, you're like, tomorrow's Friday. Brilliant. And you got Friday. Friday, it's the weekend tonight. Let's go. Tuesday, it's like, oh, it's, it's not Monday anymore. It's, you know, it's still early on in the week. Brilliant. That's Tuesday. So that's why I don't like Tuesdays. Tell me why. I don't like Tuesdays. Tell me why. <laughs> oh, that's the only thing that Bob Geldof has ever really just been, you know, relevant in. I say that he did. He organised Live Aid and all of that shit. But <laughs> yeah, but um, Live Aid's got its problems as well. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Live Aid. I mean, like let let's not sort of make good the bad of. Excellent, but Live Live Aid had some massive problems. All right. Well, maybe let's just leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. Live Live Aid, you know, resoundingly has been sort of seen as a positive thing. I know, but the messaging was all off. All right, what's your problem with it? Go on. Which is, Live Aid fed into the idea that, like, African nations were poor because... Ultimately, they they hadn't had industrialization. They weren't smart enough to figure it out. Right. Whereas, the reality is that they were sort of encumbered with all of these loans from the westernized countries who industrialized first, and that's the reason why they've been left behind. Is because they were given all these extortionate loans, and they were sort of extorted by all of the countries that were willing to expend their force on making sure they didn't make enough money. We learn something new every day. Send it. But the live aid scene at the end of Bohemian Rhapsody was decent. <laughs> also Bohemian Rhapsody was like a fine film. It didn't alright, say so while we're here, Oscars. Oscars films. Oscars. Uh, I'm glad Olivia Coleman won the Oscar. Very happy for her. Well, a lot of people are not happy about that. Well, every, well a lot of people are fucking wrong. <laughs> Olivia Coleman of Peep Show and Hot Fuzz fame. I do like The Olivia woman Coleman. in Hot Fuzz who went, well, I've been around the station a few times <laughs> and like kept making sexual innuendos the whole film. That woman has an Oscar now. I'm really happy for her. I like Olivia Coleman as a person a lot. Yeah. And her acceptance speech was lovely. She's just lovely. Like, I watched it, like, so me and some friends all dressed up in suits. Of course you did. And our gala dresses and stuff, and stayed up till five in the fucking morning to watch the Oscars getting shit-faced. It was a good night. It was a good night. Um, But yeah, Olivia Coleman won, so that was the main thing. And Bohemian Rhapsody won, like, five Oscars. Like, it was... I don't even get me started, but, you know, good year. Not, not actually terrible year, but a couple of good highlights like Olivia Coleman. So there's that. I honestly don't know enough about the Oscars to say anything. Well, you know, Steve. Well, 
If you want to look at my new film blog, I'm about to <laughs> upload my... Uh, I feel like you've got opinions about I've, this, bro. I've put a whole, a whole case study about Steven Spielberg's whole spiel of not letting the Oscars... Uh, not, letting the, not letting Netflix into the Oscars anymore and why uh, he's kind of wrong and why maybe it doesn't even matter anymore. So look up Hollywood Star Lane's film blog. Uh, or go on my Twitter, etc. Et Hollywood but. Star Lane's film blog. Hollywood Star Lane's. It's named after the bowling alley from The Big Lebowski. So, which is called Hollywood Star Which is Star interesting Lane. because the bowling club near us where we grew up was Hollywood Bowl. Hmm, that is true. But yeah. That's where we spent a lot of birthday parties. Yep, those are the days. Also, I mean, you know, there used to be one in uh, Borenwood. Did there? Bowling alley. Oh, there did used to be a bowling ago. alley. I don't know what it used to be called, though. Uh, no, me neither. I just remember it being the bowling alley. Bowl the Borenwood bitches. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's time to end because we're just talking fucking nonsense now. We are. But thank you for listening, and we will be back at a you know another time. An uncertain amount of time. What are you doing Easter weekend? Nothing. That's like two weeks away. It is. I'm. I'll be around Easter weekend. Maybe we can send some news. We might even have, we, we might even have another episode in two weeks, but we, we might not make not. any promises. We have we no will not promises make any at promises. All. But I will not sign any contract in my blood. No, that'd be uncharacteristic of us to have another one on time. So, <laughs> you know. But thanks for listening, and we love you all. You've already said I love you, so ah, like, I said yeah, but I said it in a more casual, we love you all way. I beat you to the fucking, you know. I want to get married. Oh, there it is. He's he's down on one knee and everything. I'm pregnant. <laughs> fucking hell. This has been a, it's and been it's a wild yours. ride. What, mine? Or theirs? Theirs. Alright. Not yours. Good. You never finishing me. I don't need that responsibility. <laughs> 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 oh dear, right, time to end. Can we edit out the never you finish no, me? No, 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 it's staying in now, sorry. But thank you for listening. And we will see you at some point in the future. Bye. Bye. <laughs>